The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to the show, Wednesday night edition. Matt Rogers is having a lay down. Jason Matthews back in the studio, back from holidays. Scotty Sattler, hello. Hey, you going, Jason? Welcome back. Thank you, mate. Woogie, you, did you come back healthy or? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Apart from, well, I had to wash my own clothes from my from my own holiday. What? There's nothing wrong with that. The miso said, no, I'm not doing it. Well, you went away with your mate instead of your yeah. family. so that's Well, they went away without me. So, anyway, I was doing the washing last night. Yeah, but that was the payoff. You let her go knowing that you could go by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A- anyway, picked up the washing basket last night, did my back again. Mm. So, I've done the L4, the L5. So, not not good, but so great holiday. Did you, uh, so, people who haven't been to Bali, you've been over there a few times. Do you Would you recommend it? Do you love it that much? Yeah, I'd recommend it. I tell you what, it doesn't get more Australian than that resort I was in on Australia Day. Australia Day. I saw a video you sent through. I saw a few Australian flags hanging off their Mate, balconies. Australia Day is not banned in Bali. <laughs> so go nuts. <laughs> no, it was good. It was, uh, mate, it was a great trip. I'm very brown. Um, I think I put on a couple of kilos. Just Well, I was going to say, but <laughs> I didn't want to be rude. You know? Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks to Kia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, Wallaby CEO Bill War joining us. I see we've got some rugby union back into the show now that Rat's back. Yeah, uh, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't here last night. Um, and I was in Sydney and I actually listened to the interview when I got off the plane. It's a really good interview with the CEO of the, of the ARU. Phil War, he's a yeah, he's highly educated man. He's been in um, private banking for a lot of years. But the good part about and him, and he's in rugby. He's been in private banking. Yeah, true. Go figure. What? But outside of that, I think he has the best interest of the game at heart. First yep. and foremost, not the commercial, not the corporate. First and foremost, it's about making them successful. Yep. And from there, you obviously you, the, uh, the the revenue comes. So um, it's the problem re- is the rebels at the moment, though. They're broke. Yeah, and uh, that's what Rat talks to him about. Mm. And, and so did Julian King as well. So, so Julian King, yeah, his interview with him as well. It's a, it's a really good interview, so yeah, hang around. All right, PVL, his hit back at Wayne Bennett after the super coach put his hand up for to coach the so Kiwis, we, saying... We what, spoke what? about this last week, but he's officially he's officially applied for the New Zealand coaching job because Michael Maguire's had to stand aside. So the reports are that he's officially... I, I, I don't think they need him, to be honest, so... I mean, yeah. everyone would put their hand up. Yeah, but hang on. Why, why, is, why, why is PVL getting involved? Isn't he about the game of, you know... Rugby league. And, and isn't there a team called the Warriors in the NRL? That's right. That's a big, <laughs> massive fan. But you're starting, you're starting to make inroads into rugby so union. let the listeners know if they haven't heard it already what PVL had to say about Wayne applying I, for the role. He says, I don't know why Wayne wants to get on a loser. He's normally a winning coach. Why would he want to go and coach against Australia? Is that PVL not knowing the history of the game? He's got no idea. Because Wayne Bennett has coached New Zealand before with Stephen Kearney. They won the 2008 World Cup. He's they also, beat Australia and they've just come out of the Pacific Championships where they just absolutely lapped the Kangaroos. So He's also coached England. If he coached Australia, he'd actually be coaching a team of losers <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> wow. anyway. So, you know what, And we spoke about this last week, Rat and I. I wouldn't, if I was in New Zealand Rugby League, I think it would be one of the most hypocritical decisions yeah. they could make when yes. they don't allow Michael Maguire to do it. But outside of that, they need to stand on their own two feet now. They need to go after whether it's a, you know, whether Steve Kearney 
goes back there as their coach. He has got them to number one previously. Um, there's Nathan Kalis as well, who's in the NRL system, was the assistant coach to Madge as well. It's an easy, yeah. It's an easy progression. Now, just because he's applied, it doesn't mean he's going to get it. I think New Zealand Rugby League will go. What? Yeah, I think New Zealand Rugby League will go with one of their own. Rightio, I hope get, they do. Got to go to a break. When we come back, uh, are we going to have a look at the really the Roosters? Oh, God, I've come back on a bad day, haven't I? That's next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're previewing. Uh, are we previewing or predicting? Bring me up to date. Okay, so this is this is going to dovetail this conversation on the back of Jared Warrior Hargraves. Now, I know Rat and Jules spoke about it yesterday, last night. Talking about Jared Maria Hargraves, well, he's still got one week to serve, so he'll miss round one in Vegas. Now, he got yep. a seven-week suspension last year, round 26, second-last game, West Tigers, two charges, seven weeks. So he missed the last round, missed the finals, and then was allowed to play out the rest of his suspension in the Pacific Championships, which he was picked in. I wasn't allowed to play, but now he's still got I still one. don't get that. I don't know how you can pick a guy who's suspended. Yeah, I know. I know. So he's still got one. Well, they're saying he would have been picked. Oh, rubbish. So he's got one week to go, which once upon a time, you used to be able to use the last trial, the last official trial as, a, as one of your suspension weeks. Can't do that now. Uh, can't use the All-Stars. So the first week is yep. basically he's out. Now, if there is one player that you want to – you want to um, – Showcase. Showcase the NRL yep. on game day is a lunatic like Jared Weir Hargaves. You need him just doing what he does, not being illegal. Yeah. Has he got a is he allowed into America first of all? Well is he one of the ones that's I don't know okay. whether a psychological report may not allow him, but <laughs> but um if I was the NRL, I wouldn't care what anyone says. I don't care whether anyone wants to say favoritism. I'm saying, listen, we're going to Vegas. This could be an absolute financial windfall for us for years to come whichever way it may it may happen. And we need someone like Jared there. So y- your one-week suspension, we're going to $5,000 $5, fine. What were you smoking yesterday in Sydney? That is ludicrous. No. No, it is, mate. You need him over there. You, no, need, no, but, you need the Americans going, who's this bloke on the field that's mate, just doing, is like a one-man army? That's all right. They'll see Spencer Lino and they'll go, who the hell is this bloke? Don't worry about it. No. There's enough There's enough big boppers over there right so, now. They're going to look at Payne Haas and go, so this bloke's, what, six foot eight, he's 300 pounds and he just runs all day? No, Satch, you're wrong. He's your favourite player. That's he's why. He's my favourite front rower. So that's the reason why. No, this can't happen. It's ridiculous. No, I want him showcasing the NRL. No, well, no, he won't be. He won't be, and that's tough. I'm saying he will be. Oh, if he does, then that's it. I'm done. You, d- you said I'm, I'm done. No, I'm done. The last Landis five can years. Stick his, his game up his quiet. So then this sort of dovetailed into... I saw an image today of a predicted team for the Roosters round one. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just throw Jared Rui Hargraves in this. Have a listen to this for a, for a team. And Roosters fans, you'd be all over this. Tell me this is not a potential top four side. Tedesco, Suali'i and Dom Young on the wings. What? I oh, know. Centres, Joey Manu, Billy Smith. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Luke Keery, Sam Walker. Yeah. Let's say Jared Rui Hargraves starts alongside Lindsay Collins. What's hang on? Spencer Linu is a much better front rower. No, he's an impact player at the moment, this time of his career. 
He's learning how to be a starting player. Okay. You got Brandon Smith at hooker, Nat Butcher, Siwa Wong, Victor Radley, and on the bench you've got Spencer Lino, Egan Butcher, Satili Tupanua, and young Sandon Smith as a utility. That is a top four side at the every day of the week. But you just you brushed over Victor Radley and all that. Yeah, lock forward. Yeah, like seriously, I. Mate, I'm, I know he's your favourite. You got to take you got to take your goggles off here. Your, mm-hmm. your rose-coloured glasses. Yep. The game's okay if he doesn't play. You're right. That Roosters team, that's pretty good on paper. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely they amazing. Don't, they don't need him. And by the way, the Kiwis didn't need him either. They won the Pacific Championships yeah, they did. without him. But he's still one of those guys that just I know. I as get an opposition that. player, you're looking through the corner of yep. your eye. You just you don't want him on the other side. That's why he's suspended. He so. unsettles you. He belts you. Well, as a front row, you have got to have six front rows in your club. I, and I, Sats, I get what you're saying. But two injured, two suspended. Yeah, two suspended. Oh, yep. Sorry, mate. I can't stop looking at you. You've actually got sparkles on your face. Have I? <laughs> don't know how. Have you been like playing with the dolls? Well, again? I went to Sydney yesterday in the Mardi Gras. <laughs> Oi, all right. Mm. Uh, what do you think about Sats's thoughts on uh, Warira Hargraves? I'll get carved up. You will. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. No, it's not about that. He's he got off scot free by being, oh, selected for the for the for the um, kangaroos. No, not the kangaroos. Oh, sorry, New the Zealand Kiwis. Yeah, yeah. In the in the thingo, he didn't even. He, again, I argue. How can you serve suspension when you're not available to be picked? No, he, well. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Well, they're doing him a favour. Well, that's it's what rugby league's about. Footy, but it's rugby league footy. is about helping oh, it's each other. It's a giving game. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. Break time. Phil Wall uh, caught up with uh, the Rat last night. Next on Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Well, there's plenty on the plate of our next guest. We've moved on from the World Cup failure and the short-lived second coming of Eddie Jones. A new Wallabies coach has been appointed in New Zealand to Joe Schmidt, and now he faces financial headwinds. The next broadcast rights deal is crucial. Phil War is the CEO of Rugby Australia. Pleased to say he's on the line right now. Phil, thanks for your time. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, news came through that the Melbourne Rebels, Phil, entered voluntary administration. What can you tell us currently about their predicament? Will we see them in this upcoming Super Rugby competition? And then what about beyond that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, we're committed to delivering the 24 uh, Super Rugby season and, uh, and it's only a few weeks away. So, uh, yeah, we're working with uh, the Melbourne Rebels uh, and also uh, with the administrator, PwC. So, uh, yeah, working closely with them to, uh, to solve for, for some of the challenges. Still very early days, but, you know, certainly the team have been training for some time. So uh, looking forward to uh, getting them on the field. Mate, you've come out of uh, you've come out of the banking sector. It's, it's it's like you've jumped out of the frying pan into the fire, jumping into this rugby CEO role. You're six months in. Uh, has, has it been everything that you've, you've expected? <laughs> oh, look, it certainly hasn't been without its challenges. But uh, oh, look, I, I think uh, you know, certainly, uh, um, you know, looking forward to the arrival of Joe Schmidt and um, you know, got new, new director of high performance Peter Horn, uh, you know, David Nukafora, who uh, implemented the Irish system that, uh, that's done so well over the last period of time. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we're putting the right uh, people in the right positions and, uh, and we can turn things around. But uh, we certainly know uh, that, that uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, we've got a lot of hard work to do, but, uh, you know, a big part of that. And, uh, and you've played enough to play with enough people that 
you know, if you put, if you put the right people in the right uh, positions and uh, and you work it hard enough as a team, then uh, you know, hopefully things come together um, quicker than, uh, than 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 what everyone expects. But uh, we know it's not going to be easy. Yeah, mate. It's um it's certainly like you said, not not been without its challenges, mate. Now I know rugby Australia's TV deals based on five Australian teams playing in the Super Rugby Pacific, but. I've always been of this opinion. He's more always better. He's more better. I mean, I just I sometimes wonder if we haven't spread our talent too thin, lacking the competition at the at the provincial level. Um, if if Melbourne can't rectify their situation, their financial situation, do you think it'd be so bad if we just had four teams and sort of I guess tighten up that competition at that provincial level, give us our stronger teams and and hence maybe a little bit more confidence when we put our Wallabies together. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, yeah it's been a debate for some time. Obviously, uh, you know, Super Rugby started with New Zealand with just five teams, um, and there've been five teams um, since 1996. So uh, you know we've seen that consistency and uh, and certainly not a dilution of talent uh, within the New Zealand provinces, and they've had great success over that time. Um, yeah, we've gone from three to four to five, back to four, back to five, and. Um, yeah, you know, certainly something that uh, that we need to review. And you know, as, as you said, I think it's around uh, you know delivery of Super Rugby Pacific, and uh, you know, with the inclusion of Moana Pacifica and uh, Fiji and Drua, uh, and you know, also uh, you know discussions around uh, you know further expansion. Uh, you know, what does the uh, makeup of uh, Super Rugby Pacific look like? So, uh, look, I think right now, um, you know, a lot of uncertainty, uh, you know, within the the current environment in Melbourne, which we're working through with uh, with the Rebels, but. You know, most importantly, uh, you know, I think when you look at the most successful teams in the world, you look at Ireland. Uh, you know, it's all about uh, you know the, the team, the teams in green succeeding. You look at New Zealand, it's all about the teams in black succeeding. And you know, certainly having that uh, that pathway to the teams in gold, uh, you know, being uh, as best uh, as we possibly can be, and uh, and world class again is our our focus. And um, you know, I think it's about us coming together and uh, coming together as a system, coming together across member unions. Super Rugby clubs to uh, to get the right structure uh, that's going to drive success in, in gold jerseys. Well, you know, you've got to look at all the possibilities here. You know, worst case scenario, if, if the Rebels disappear, does that jeopardise Rugby Australia's relationship with the Victorian government and, and potentially their reported, what, I think $50 million offer to, to host a World Cup final? Can, can we look that far down the track? Oh, I think it's too early to, uh, to talk to, about that, but... Um, yeah, we've got a really strong relationship with the Victorian government, and uh, and as we know, Melbourne you know, hosts international events uh, as as well as any uh, other city in the world. So, you know, the relationship there, and uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, the Victorian government's appetite for, for big events and major events, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll work through, um, you know, over the, over the next period of time. You know, it was only uh, six months ago that we had eighty four thousand people at the MCG for the for the first Blazers So, uh, you know, we we can certainly uh, you know, get a good crowd in Melbourne at the MCG. At uh, you know at, at uh, Marvel Stadium um, and Amy Park, we play against uh, Wales uh, in the second test against Wales at Amy Park this year in July. So you know we, we've got a good relationship and uh, and big events and big test matches uh, in the uh, Melbourne region. It's really important to us. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, it certainly does. They do, they do love their sport down there, Warrior. Now, mate, oh, I do want to congratulate you on the appointment of Joe Schmidt. Looking at his resume, it, it certainly seems like he's the guy to to lead the Wallabies uh, out of the doldrums. What was it that the board saw in, in Joe Schmidt and, and, and in him gaining his appointment? Yeah, well, I think you look at his track record. He spent time in France at uh, Clermont Montferrand, did particularly well there. Then he went to Leinster and won European Championships. Uh, then went and coached uh, Ireland uh, you know, for six years and had three um, Six Nations Championships. Um, went from there back to 
uh, New Zealand to Auckland where uh, you know they won 15 games straight with the Blues. Um, and then he jumped into the All Black environment that was probably going downwards a, a little bit at the time his, uh, of him joining the All Blacks. And uh, they turned around and you know, lost the, the final by points. Um, so his track record's uh, you know, particularly good. And you know, if you think about uh, the coaching environment, and again, you've seen this enough, it's, uh, it's about the, you know, the, the team they put around them and, uh, and creating an environment and, and culture that you know, the best assistant coaches want to be a part of it. And uh, he's got a track record of doing that as well. So you know, it's really exciting to have a, a coach of his experience and, and that international experience because you know, coaching Super Rugby is very different to, uh, to coaching at uh, a test level. And uh, he's had enormous experience and success at test level. It is a sound appointment. Just more broadly, everyone wants a successful Wallabies team, Phil. Is, is there a mentality in Rugby Australia that you adopt almost a trickle-down effect? Like it starts with the success of the Wallabies and then that success will filter its way down to Super Rugby and, and even a club rugby level just through, through memberships and attendance and general interest in the game. Yeah, look, it's sort of, you know, which way does it start? Like, I like to think about the, the game, uh, you know, it starts, uh, you know, in, in, in juniors and uh, and in the community. And, and I think one of the biggest challenges we've had is actually, uh, well, is, is reconnecting uh, the professional game with the amateur game. And I think, uh, you know, there's been a, a bigger and bigger gap every year uh, between, uh, you know, the community and, and the professional game. So a big challenge for us is actually how do we, how do we reconnect and connect? So, uh, you know, most importantly is the community game and, and, uh, and, and grassroots and, uh, and the local rugby clubs. Um, but you know, certainly in terms of driving revenue, if you know, 80 to 85 percent of revenue comes from uh, from from the men's uh, 15 aside team, you know, it's really important that that team's succeeding so you can actually fund uh, the rest of the game. So it's not a uh, it's not it's not a simple solution, but uh, you know, we certainly need to get the Wallabies back up to you know where where the team once was because that drives a lot of interest, a, a lot of revenue. Uh, and allows us to fund uh, you know, more and more into the community. But uh, you know, being, being a Narrabeen Tiger when I was four um, and, uh, and still uh, you know, on, on uh, the sidelines of junior rugby clubs uh, today, I, you know, I still think that the game um, you know, is, is ultimately owned and, uh, and, 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 uh, and run by, uh, by the community. And uh, it's really important that we keep investing into the community. Love the area, mate. You, you, I'm sure you own half an Arabine by now. But um, just to, just on uh, on the Joe Schmidt appointment, obviously you had great success in Ireland from 2013 to 19. Three Six Nations, won a Grand Slam. But I mean, what what you, you must have, there must be plenty of optimism within Rugby Australia with this appointment. What what, are the, what have you set some realistic expectations around what you expect? What would you like to see before the British and British Lions tour in 2025? I mean, where where is Rugby Australia at in that regard? I mean, I'm sure you can't expect you're not thinking we're going to come out and you know be undefeated until the Lions get here. But what's what's something that we can look forward to in terms of sort of some realistic expectations from your side? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of you, know, you look you look at uh, you know what he set up and uh, you know Andy Farrell's taken over and Andy Farrell came through under Joe Schmidt and uh, you know the team kept succeeding under under Andy now and. Uh, you know, what a great matchup when you've got Andy Farrell coaching the Lions and uh, Joe Schmidt will be coaching the, uh, you know, the Wallabies. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome matchup. You know, in terms of, you know, we've got to be patient. I think, you know, we've, we've probably gone for, uh, you know, quick fixes and, uh, you know, change the coach and things will, uh, will change. But we've got a lot of work to do in terms of building depth across the system. Um, but, uh, you know, if you look at the athletes, uh, if you get the right uh, uh, coaching team around, build the right culture, uh, get the right selections, and uh, you know the team weren't too far off. Uh, you know, only 12 months ago, so um, it can be pretty optimistic. You know, you can't forget also we we you know, almost beat the All Blacks in Dunedin, 
uh, you know, less than six months ago as well. So, you know, the team's got, uh, you know, certainly got the ability. It's about bringing the team together in, into the right culture. And, um, you know, winning's a habit, losing's a habit. Unfortunately, at the moment, uh, you're probably on the wrong side of um, of that bar. But, uh, you know, I'm certainly very optimistic without over-promising because we know we've got a lot of work to do. But, um, you know, get the right culture and get the right uh, selections and, 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 you know, keep players on the field. And I think, uh, you know, things can turn hopefully reasonably quickly. And just lastly, Worry, uh, confirm or deny Joe Schmidt not a cattle prod user? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sheep in New Zealand, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Plenty of challenges ahead for the sport of rugby in this country. Phil War, appreciate your time in the program today. Thanks, guys. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight for your Wednesday. Hey, how about this massive news that's come out of the supercars? We're less than a month away to the start of the season. Supercars champ Brody Kostecki is reportedly, if not already, split from Erebus Motorsport. Now, so they won the championship last yeah, year. Yeah, that's didn't they? right. And yeah. it's a mid rumours of falling out with team uh, CEO Barry Ryan. I thought Barry Ryan was stepping down at the end of last Don't year. I may I have, that, have I, a clue. I'm not that knees deep in motorsport, but I thought I saw. So where did you hear interview. this from? Is this what this this story yeah. today? Um, it's everywhere. It's been reported on on leading industry stuff like Speed Cafe. Well, driver's seat. So that's interesting. Speed Cafe. Brett Murray, who runs yeah. that, he's he's got his finger on the pulse. Pretty closely. The guys from the driver's seat, uh, yep. Matty McKeldon and also Steve Johnson, they're, they're, yep. they're in the nose. So, And I actually heard a whisper of this from a friend of mine about Todd Hazelwood potentially taking over. Now, imagine walking into that team. Yeah, well, he's no Kostecki. I mean, he's a solid driver. Well, he's a solid driver, but now he's going to have the resources behind him, the team behind him, to become a better to become a better driver. So, this, Who does this remind you of? I don't know. Gordon Tallis. Why? Well, it was contract negotiations, wasn't he? Sat out the year. 1996, yeah. Yeah, sat out a whole year. Won a comp the following, that year, first year. But he won two comps, 97, 98. How many other sports stars have sat out a year? So he's obviously... So Ali missed three years. Yeah, but this is a protest. Did Ali do it out of protest or was that injury? No, he was out of protest because he was drafted into the... And he refused to serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good talking point, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was Elvis, but that's probably a bit different. <laughs> well, no, he didn't serve either. I've changed tact on this. Who, which sports stars haven't served? Elvis wasn't a sports star either, was no, he? No, which ones have actually sat out Yeah. in protest or whatever it may be? Do some research. Okay. All right. I'm still in holiday mode. I'm still barley brain. Sports day. When we come back, uh, I've got a good one for you on PAPS. We'll have a chat about that next. <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. This is Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. She hasn't South East Queensland copped a 
hemorrhage. A deluge. And what yeah, about Townsville? Downs and lay, all those lately in all those areas. And, yeah. mate, I, I missed the, the cyclone in Townsville. That seems yeah. everyone got out of that okay. Yeah, it's um, got to a Category 2. Yep. Um, but it's, a lot of it's gone inland now. Now, Clon Curry at the moment near yep. Mount Isa is getting hammered. Right, okay. Sort of as we speak, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, well um, with you, if you're with Suncorp, then you're in good hands. Um, Ryan Pappenhausen mm-hmm. has had we love this. Pappy. Yeah, we do love Pappy. Have you seen the, have you seen the images of him? Yeah. It looks s- unbelievable. It looks does. So, you know the best part about it? He actually broke his ankle. So you would rather break your ankle. To get fixed better. Than quicker. rupture all your ligaments. Yeah. So they're able to go in there and basically put a plate in there. Yep. That's going to be the biggest concern about does the plate change his, not his running style, but his ability to change direction. Yep. Is it going to be tight, that ankle joint? But it looks amazing. This is what he had to say today, Sats. Even though I'll be confident with my ankle and I know I'll get back from it, I just want that clarity around, okay, I can move the same way. I think I was a bit overawed with emotion, disappointment, not again, who have I let down? I think visually just seeing my foot, that way probably probably didn't help. There is luck. Without a doubt, there's luck in every part of life, but I feel like the harder you work, you're going to put yourself in a picture for that luck to find you. Uh, I think I might be playing a trial game, so I don't know which trial game it is, but, yeah, beauty. All right, so if you're the Melbourne Storm, mm-hmm. is it safe to play him in a trial, or would you hold on to him till round one? No, trial. I'd play him in... I'd pl- probably play him in the second trial, and I'd probably play him for 20 minutes. Because what he needs is he just needs to get a run on it, needs to get a tackle, he needs to get twisted in a tackle. And then I'd probably sit him out the following week from starting. I'd probably play him another probably 30 minutes or maybe wouldn't play him a whole half. So would you start him round one if that's if you follow If he your... gets through those two, week two of the final, uh, yeah. the trials yeah. and play him probably 30 minutes the third week of the trials, um, I would... I'd play him off the bench and in round one. And you've got four trials there. There's, only, there's not that many. Well, some there? play three trials. Yeah, the right. first trial is a training trial, development right, okay, guy. Right. Second yep. trial, some first graders. Yep. And then I'll probably play him off the bench. But purely not because of the phys- cause physically he's fine. Can he get his head right? Can he put his body in a position where he's, he knows he's going to feel uncomfortable? Is he in that position yet where he can do that? Jeez, he's had wretched luck, hasn't he? Yeah, and some players go through their whole career with that, unfortunately. But, you know... The trials won't be the first time that he'll face contact. Melbourne do a, a lot of clubs do a lot of contact now, so he'll he'll do a lot of contact before the um the, the trials come around. Rightio, Sat says he's he's um safe to play trials this year. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Break time. This is sports. The all electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Before we go, uh, some uh, news out of the Sea Eagles this afternoon. And reportedly given the green light for outside back Christian Tupolotu. Is that right? Tupolotu. Tupolotu. Yep. To sign with the Dragons effective immediately. Now, this is two big signings for the Dragons. Raymond in, for Talamarina, yeah. In two days. Mm. There's actually some calls from some quarters in the media to for the Cowboys to release Jason Talmalolo to see whether the Dragons could sign him on the same money and because they need they need a couple of really big kills. They need to get some, what you would class a marquee player. Yep. Tupelotti will be a good signing for them. They've got some really good outside backs. Raymond Fatala Mariner will be a good signing for them as well. So but they need a, they need a big kill. They need, they need someone to replace Benny Hunt when he's going to retire. The halves are still too skinny for me. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not that. And 
You know Sats more than anybody if you don't have anyone in those halves. You just need one. You need one of them. You need one of them to be dominant. You can sort of go without the second guy, the half or the 5'8", either way. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, their list is very – they're struggling a lot, their list. Yeah, don't say that. You get abused. Mm. Trust me, when you're away and I was, I was doing this by myself, I was getting abused. I mean, I didn't go too lightly on the Dragons either. <laughs> but at that stage, they had Cole Flanagan. That's mm. it. But it's starting to look better, I must yep. admit. Radio, quick community update before we go. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. No bushfire warnings in Queensland at the moment. As we said earlier, a bit of rain around at yeah. the moment and ex-tropical cyclones and, and whatnot. Uh, to start up to date on all bushfire warnings online, Queensland Fire and Emergency Service, visit qfest.queensland.gov.au. And a community update, thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions, available from Bunnings Warehouse. We've got to go, Satsy. First shift, well done. Oh, it's a struggle. Mm. It's a struggle, but we got there. We'll be back uh, tomorrow night. Who's our guest tomorrow? Anyone special lined up tomorrow? That I don't you... know. I can oh, tell we're gonna have, We're going to have Justin Holbrook. Yeah, the former Titans coach. But he's also PNG. The PNG uh, Kumbles coach as well. And assistant at the Roosters. Yes. All this Roosters talk's making me thirsty. <laughs> I've got to go. See ya. See ya. Goodbye.